two girls, one podcast. Can't believe y'all actually set up a voicemail. That is freaking hilarious. And I'm really enjoying the show so far. I was pretty much hooked as soon as Allie said, I'm saving my asshole for marriage. And that's just, you know, real class act. Uh, Matt said at one point that we should call in and share our stories. As far as, like, paranormal experiences go, uh, I was driving back home from college one night on a lone stretch of highway in uh, the middle of nowhere, Tennessee, and I swear to God, there was some kind of poltergeist, Patronus-ass-looking wolf that ran down the road, crossed the highway in front of me, and disappeared forever. And it was just the absolute strangest thing that I've ever experienced in my life. Regardless, I'm really enjoying the podcast. Hope you guys keep it up, and uh, good luck in the future. Thanks. You've been listening to Two Girls, One Podcast, produced by The Daily Dot, a show about two single ladies in New York City telling it like it is. How original. And now, here are your hypertextual hosts, Allison Goldberg and Jennifer Jamula. Hey, everybody. I'm Jen. I'm Allie. Welcome to Two Girls, One Podcast. We are two girls. It is true. And we have a show, a live show. It's not this show, although we also have this show. How many times can we say show in the first 10 seconds? Show, 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 show. Allie and I have a live show. We have show. a lot of things to show you. We do. It's true. Yeah. So the live show that we do is called Blog Lugs. We perform internet material on stage in New York City. If you're ever there, come see it. It's awesome. It's the internet as our script, but live on stage. It's kind of messed up. Yeah. And from doing that show, we thought, wow, we've seen so much, so, so much on the internet let's contact people behind the posts and interview them so basically we find something interesting on the internet and then we write the person and we're like hey can we interview you and thus this podcast was born i think we're like losing track of how mind-blowing it is to see something online and then actually meet the real person no because- i think it's crazy every time oh, yeah. <laughs> i'm, I'm glad we that sense of wonder yeah <laughs> I'm a child. Today is an interesting one. We found out about a new dating app that actually has a very different take on dating. Right. So most of the time people are bonding over a couple things. Looks. First, okay, when you're on a dating yeah. app, your first like see looks, job, education, right? Well, that's I think that's what you're what people are looking for. I feel like they scope those things person. first. They scope those things first. first. But, but they bond over interests. Interests. But right. yeah, they look immediately like yeah. Where, where does he work? When did he right. go to school? Well, in another um, episode of this podcast, we interviewed the guy who started Bristler. Mm-hmm. So that is an interest, right, that people bond yes. over. People who have beards or want to stroke them. Yeah, so it's something yeah. they both mutually like, right. and then they bond over that like. Yeah, but... Do you guys know where this is going? <laughs> Matt, where do you think it's going? I can't hear them when I ask them <laughs> questions. Oh, we also have this producer named Matt. Thanks for introducing me. Yeah. I've been here the whole I'd, time. It's mm-hmm. been two minutes okay you I just are you uppity just it's the longest two minutes of my down. life guys okay he's not so standing Matt's here <laughs> all right so most time you bond over things Interest. you like mm-hmm. and love and this you bond over things that you we hate Ali that was leading you didn't even let Matt answer <laughs> I know I was like why are we letting Matt talk <laughs> oh cool all right hey, like, what do you think about this we... thing I don't care <laughs> exactly cool <laughs> so with this app you bond over your mutual dislike do you feel like you could really bond with people over a mutual dislike? Absolutely. I'm a New Yorker. Yeah. I've been here for fucking ever. How much do you think you complain on the daily? And I'll tell you. Oh, I'm, just kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. I don't well, know. Actually, well, that's the interesting thing about this app, because I think there's a lot of humor and fun over bonding over things that you hate. 
you know? And I think people get riled up over things they hate. So if you're like, oh, I, I like outdoors and you're like me too what kind of outdoors like i don't know but like when you're like oh my god i hate trump people yeah. are like oh i know i can't believe it or well, you know in terms of yeah. that was a bad example because actually i think the things that turn into really heated conversations are like very bizarre dislikes mm-hmm. it needs where to be someone's kind of like specific, me too i also hate that thing so you know what i find interesting about that is that's how a lot of startups begin oh that that's people really are, true yeah bonding over mutual problems and coming up with something productive out of it so yeah why couldn't you have a relationship solving like solving that? problems yeah. coming together to solve a problem in the world yeah but then going back to your thing how often do i complain every day yeah that would be my fear with this app that there's a lot of negativity right how often do i complain every day I, i'm i'm a complainer you don't complain i feel like you worry more than you complain you know but i, I feel like oh. you're not like vocally all the time like i hate this i hate that's that. actually like super jewish that i worry about if i complain too much that's like a big <laughs> that's like a loop you know what i mean i'm worried i worry too much <laughs> i'm really worried about my worry <laughs> how am i doing <laughs> Matt, I'm just going to call out. I like what you said about startups, that it's a, a solution. People come up with You sol- said that. I yeah, you said that, that you s- Why are you giving him all the grants? <laughs> <laughs> this is the Matt, here, Here's nice. what happened. You had an idea, I had and an then idea. I said it way better than you. Yeah, it's true. I mean, I, yeah, I am You actually did that. the opposite of the man thing, where Matt didn't take credit. You handed it to the straight white I just man handed in the room. It. <laughs> Damn it. Jen was like, there's a man here. It must have been his idea. <laughs> okay, y'all. I take credit for my thought, but I do like that you used the word solution or that people solve it together because problem solving in relationships probably Wait, that's a big thing. Do you think this hater thing. app is going to lead towards people solving world problems? Because that'd be fucking awesome. No, relationship problems. No, just like world problems though too. You know, like I hate slow walkers. And so mm-hmm. they're going to like do a campaign to get people walking fast. Maybe. Good luck with Maybe. that. I wonder how much relationshipy, how many relationship topics they have to to possibly hate on the site. Like, is it all generic pop yeah, do culture? Do you like type it in, or are you like? Yeah. It's multiple choice. Yeah, we gotta find out. Like, I hate sharing the bed. I'm not. I hate sharing a bathroom. By the way, I hate all those things. <laughs> I can't be in a relationship. Except for you and I have shared all those things. I know. No, I actually love sharing a bed, but I do. I would prefer not to use share a bathroom. Yeah. Same. Yeah. I think we all... Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, like, sharing living quarters is hard. I Girl, think, you don't even have roommates. I, I got two roommates. I'm always impressed with people who are like, yeah, my roommates are the best. I love my roommates. Or like, I'm going on Craigslist to find roommates and I'm tr- looking for a cool person. I'm like, no, I don't ever want to look at a Although roommate. Although I have to say, I've had terrible roommates and I've had amazing roommates, but I have thought about this and discussed it with my friend Mike. Hey, Mike Janney. I am an extroverted extrovert. You want to be around a person in your home all the time? I would rather be reading silently next to a friend than reading by myself. That would be, in my mind, that is more fun. I get that, and I, but I don't. That's not me. So I actually think that I would explode if I lived alone. Like, Uh I don't think it would be good for me. Like, my last roommate, who unfortunately is gone for a few months, but it was delightful coming home to her. Hi, yep. Sarah. <laughs> Just shouting out All everyone. the shout outs. <laughs> but I get that for a, a spouse or a, or a relationship. Yeah, I mean, spouse I, is ideal, but I don't have one of those, Matthew. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I love sharing my home with my wife. I hope so. I really hope you do. <laughs> of, of having a roommate who I'm not in a relationship with is just bananas to me. I understand that you met your wife when you were a teeny bopper yeah. and therefore it, it must be a weird thing to imagine. Matt was on the cover of Tiger Beat. Yes. I was 12 and I Multiple said Multiple times. Want to get married? 
And she was like, yeah, you are on the cover. Tiger beat. Of course. True story. Exactly what happened. I also have no idea what that magazine is, and I'm feeling pretty good about it. You don't know Tiger beat? No, I don't. And I feel okay about this because I'm guessing it's something for 12-year-olds. It is. It was back in my basic bitch days. Well, you should definitely put in the hater app you hate being alone because I feel like for you to have a relationship that, that would be essential. That makes me sound mm-hmm. a little creepy. <laughs> I don't want to be alone. Just like fall. I just I like want to be on you all you. the time. Like I just, it makes me sound like a stalker. I think. I think that's the dilemma. I love heavy breathing. <laughs> I, I hate being alone. <laughs> We need to make a dating app with little audio snippets where you just like say hello and do a funny joke and then you listen to it and see who you like. Well, Well, I I think video dating should be a thing. No business idea. (laughs) Oculus dating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've talked about that. That was Ali's idea. Virtual reality dating because you just like really just fucking meet first but also don't have to leave your apartment. But also Mm -hmm. I wish we could bring back real life because I hear the graphics are I hear it's great. Mm, there's, There's some bugs. There's a few bugs. Literal bugs in yeah, real life. Yeah, in real life, yeah. Like, yeah, mosquitoes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah there are bugs. <laughs> hater dater. I'm just wondering. I think it's just hater app, but I have to call it hater dater. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm wondering about the topics because I feel like you can learn a lot about a person, a person's personality, but like how deep does it go? And do you need it to be deep? It Probably not because you're just like trying to get a first date out of question this. question is, is it better to bond over likes or, or dislikes? dislikes? Everything we talk about is negative and complaining. And I don't mean that in no, a negative way. No, it's not, not it's not terrible. I hope it's not what do you, true. What do you talk about? Look, you come home from a hard day and what do you talk about with your... Why your... it's got to be a hard day. <laughs> See, it's already starting. Oh, you come home. Wait, you come the home from thing any about day. This is that you're the optimist in the room. Jen and I are like, I fear the robot takeover, and Matt's like, it's gonna be a beautiful utopia. No, it's not. No, 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 no. I, I think the revolution is coming, and it's gonna be real bad for a lot of people, and then we will we will see the light. He's a realist. I'm a realist, but okay. no, but no, but okay. You come home from a from a day. From a day. And what do you talk about with your significant other or your friends? You're not like. My day was perfect. It was rainbows and sunshine. My life's great. Even if it was a good day, you don't say that. You come home and be like, oh, my fucking boss is the worst. No, actually, I don't. Is that weird? I I I really don't. (laughs) I feel like that's the typical, I think a lot of people do that. Or like water cooler talk at work is all complaining for people who don't like their jobs, I hate to say. Maybe. But I come home and people are like, how are your day? How's your day? I'm like, oh doing this podcast and I spoke with a Raelian and a Empregger and you know what I mean? And people are like, what? And I'm like, yeah. yeah. And like then Jen and I had a meeting with insert the blank TV network because we probably shouldn't say it. You know what I mean? Like it was fun. Like I had a good day. Mm-hmm. I mean, sure. There are yeah, but that's the end of that conversation. Too, that's the end of that conversation. But, but no, because so, uh, then my friends are like, like I'm thinking, I have friends, guys. They're all made more up. More than Jen. I have, an, I have friends that are yeah. not Jen. Yeah, Alex like breathing in like, their faces <laughs> all the time. Because I can't be alone. <laughs> And he was like, what's going on? And I was like, tell him about the podcast and about meetings that we've had with networks. And it's about the shows and stuff. And he was like asking a lot of questions and saying, it's fun. And then he was like giving me ideas for like people we should interview and like what we should. And then I told him about Lunars and he's like, oh, did you ask this? Did you ask this? Did you ask this? That's cool. It sounds like you have yeah. a healthy relationship. So. You bond with people when you are like really in it deep of like, that man, is true. we that both is true. hate this person or thing. You know well, what? I feel like I've been aware for a good part of my life of complainers. I, I think in my family, like it was always kind of called out, like, don't be a complainer. It's not an attractive quality. People don't want to be around complainers. And it gets you into like a cycle. Hmm. 
So I think I tend to talk to people maybe about like challenges that I had that day, but it's never like I, I don't get Yeah, you all- don't complain, but I think it's like really hot when you do. Like when Jen gets like <laughs> mad, I'm like, yes. <laughs> yes. I'm like, tell me what I did wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you do. Yeah, you do like it when I get like mean sometimes. <laughs> but I wouldn't say that's like complaining. No, it's not. It's not. But when yeah. you do complain, I'm like, this means it's fucking real. <laughs> Jen's complaining. That's just the worst. But uh, I think there's got to be a happy medium medium complainers not fun mm-hmm. but there is a lot of truth that like the people that are there for you when th- but that's also like really a friendship thing the people that are there for you when shit isn't good and when you are complaining and the people that are willing to hear that yes. out and talk about it with you are uh, that's where the real friendships come because yeah someone who just wants to be there with you for happy fun times unfortunately sorry guys not like that that's not a testament to your friendship right so there's something to be said for that. Although I don't think on the hater app they're necessarily like bonding over these things. But but, but there's a there is a place for dislikes. That's <laughs> that's so true. And people tend to have rose colored glasses view around relationships. Not all, especially New Yorkers. I don't. Yeah, think. I'm super jaded. Yeah, I think no relationships will ever work. <laughs> but I mean, just like traditionally within our society and the way we're brought up to think about like what we want or you know like the romantic ideal of a relationship. I, it is. It would be rare to like base it on not liking something. And I, I could see where you'd like cut to the core maybe of somebody who somebody is a little bit more. It might give you some jokes to start off with. You know what That's I mean? True. Like, oh, we both hate. I wish I had some. Bugs. I don't know. Toenail clippings. There you go. Yeah, on on the the subway. subway. Yeah, (laughs) that's how you and I bonded at first. (laughs) That guy clipping his toenails. Thank God he was doing that. Yeah, that's not. Never friends. That's not actually how we bonded. Yeah, (laughs) at all. Oh, but you and I did bond over something we didn't like. Oh, that's true. Yeah, it was. That's very true. Whoa. There you go. What was it? What was it? Over just like traditional theater and waiting in line for roles that you didn't really want to play. Or not feeling empowered to create our own destiny on our own. Right. They were like, let's do that shit together. And look at you now. Look at us now. Seriously. Yeah. A dislike led to a passion or a positive like, which is being, you know, Paving your own path? Uh, actually, for our listeners, I always think this is very interesting. Typecasting. A lot of people don't know about typecasting, where they literally line you up and, based on your looks, tell you to stay or go, which is, I think, illegal in all other professions. <laughs> but, like, the number of times that I, you know, and they tell you you have to get dressed for musicals, you know, get dressed up and wear your dress and do your hair and blah, 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 which, like, I'm sorry, like, takes time as a woman. And then you get there and you're all ready. And, yeah, based on your looks, they're like, no, and then you don't even sing. So yeah, we retired with a lot of it, and so we created our own thing. Imagine any other job or industry ever, which was like, mm, you don't look like this, like the right fit for our company. Get out. Yep. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I still remember when I got typed out of the Fiddler call, and I'm, I was like, I'm not probably the only bitch in this room that speaks Hebrew, and I just got typed <laughs> out of the Fiddler call because my hair is blonde. Right. <laughs> well, you know, you shouldn't have auditioned for Tevia. I mean, that's that's a long <laughs> shot. All right, we got to take a break. We got lots of sponsors, but right. first, yeah. Trivia time. Oh, yes. Trivia. Best moment of the day. Speaking of dating apps, mm-hmm. you guys know Ashley Madison? Yeah. Uh-huh. Of R. course R. we do. <laughs> it's a, do you know who you're web... talking to? I'm familiar. <laughs> you're familiar? Yeah. It's a website and maybe an app too. I don't remember. I think it might have been. Where you could say, I am married, but I would like to cheat. Yeah. And meet other cheating spouses or other single mm-hmm. people to cheat with, right? Yep. yep. And they got hacked and they got all messed up. Yeah. An employee of theirs sued them real hard for Can a you task. you sue real soft? No, I mean, no, I think you're going to sue. Gonna you're going to go hard. Sue me softly. <laughs> <laughs> 
She sued them for $20 million. Oh. She was an employee of Ashley Madison, and they, they were like, hey, can you can you do this? Can you do this task as part of your job? And she's like, nope, I'm suing your butts for $20 million. Was this what? after they were exposed? No, no this no, is okay. pre. This is pre in, the, let's say, the height of Ashley Madison's okay. prime. They asked her to do a job. She sued them for $20 million. $20 million. She's like, I'm not doing that job. Yep. What was the task? I'm going to say... It was pretending, giving generic responses to men, primarily, who wanted to cheat. Okay. So faking that she was a real, I don't know, not real human, but faking she was actually a user on the site when she, in fact, was an employee. Wait, I don't get it. They asked her to do a job. She said no and then sued them. Right. So it was a job that they, it was illegal to even ask her to do this job. Maybe. Maybe. Or maybe there were ramifications of the job that... But she didn't do the job. I might be giving too much away. You're so asking, you're asking too many questions. <laughs> I'll say this. She did the job and then sued. It has to be something that endangered her, perhaps. Mm-hmm. So they asked her to go undercover and meet some of the men or something. And then it and then it went awry. This sounds like the plot for a horrible and amazing movie. Mm-hmm. In a world where people cheat. <laughs> <laughs> Basically this world. world. <laughs> <laughs> we will have the answer after break. I have bad back problems and need someone to sit on my lap for four hours a day. It helps me straighten my back. I know it sounds weird, but it helps. Willing to pay $10 an hour for four hours twice a week. Has to be in good shape and looking for a male to do it because they are stronger to do this sort of job. If you are interested, email. This is uh, not BS. You could you could watch TV, use computer. I will, I will, I will even give you food. Please respond. Just want to let you know that I am not gay or anything like that. Just need the weight of you leaning on me. That is all and sitting on me helps. Trust me, this is not what I wanted, but it helps. Oh, thank you. Would you do that? Absolutely. I actually, as you know, have back problems. Yeah. And I would be super open to that. Maybe this is your person. They want to be around you. You can be close. There's a lot of heavy breathing. You're not a dude. You're not heavy enough. (laughs) I know. Maybe you can go undercover. Is it? Yeah, they're not going to typecast you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking like a man sit on my back. You know, it's not what I want actually. A joke craigs is that on my face. Just kidding. <laughs> a no, man's... but I have back problems. Oh, okay. Yeah, the joke I guess is I sit on his face. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't know that that's that, how. That, wow. Not... Yeah. Uh, NSFW. NSFW. Who wants trivia answer? I do. Me. And I want my back problems fixed. <laughs> I can do one of those things. Matt is a chiropractor. Matt, I am a licensed uh, chiropractor. Matt's also, this trivia. Uh, Matt's a man. Matt's a man. I could you, sit on You should sit on, on my back. <laughs> well, like, you know that goes after the next Why break. don't you sit on my back? <laughs> well, go on with that song. What's the next verse? What's sit the next line? Back. I don't know. Sit on my back. I need to feel it crack. I'll uh, stop. Okay. 
that wasn't good. Don't pretend that was good. Okay, trivia. A woman sued Ashley Madison, the dating site for cheaters, because they asked her to do a job. She did it, and then she was like, I'm suing you for $20 million. Whoa. Jen, you said that she was a, like a bot. Pretended like she to be was a real user. Okay. She to was interact like an, with interacting men. with the men or yeah. something. And you said. She did something that must have then put her in some kind of physical danger. So gotcha. maybe she was showing oh, like prostitution men or whatever. Or, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. The answer is kind of a combination of both of your answers. Is this going to get real sad? What? You guys are close. Okay. The answer is they asked her to create a thousand fake profiles for women mm. in a very short period of time. And she like hurt her wrists from so much typing. <gasps> Wait, it was more about the fact that she hurt her wrists. It was like a personal oh my injury. God, yeah, that's so lame. Because I thought it was gonna be like she had no moral problem with the fake <laughs> yeah. profiles. That seems fine. Do you think we could solve cheating if men were just like I don't know why I'm going with men, but if they didn't mind that it was a fake person, if they're just like yeah, I'm just gonna go chill with this bot and like uh, yeah, well, that's the feature. Robots. Sex yeah. robots. Yeah. Sex robots. We have to get to our guest. So. <gasps> It's wow, that time. Really I went off on a tangent. Matt, thanks for keeping oh, us on track. Yeah. I'm being way too nice to you today. I plug in the wires and I keep us on schedule. Mm -hmm. That's what I do. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's barely. <laughs> okay. He runs a tight ship. Tight ship. All right. <laughs> Hashtag tight ship. I that's hate tight ships. New name for my vagina. Tight ship. <laughs> Have you met my type of tight ship? Why don't you sit on my back? Why I'll show you my tight ship. Why don't you? <laughs> the USS tight ship setting sail. All right, guys. I was going to make a joke, but yours are better. I'll give this oh. All right. It's time to meet our guest today. We have Brendan Alper, who's the creator of Hater, which, as we mentioned, it's a dating app that connects you with people over mutual dislike of things. Welcome, Brendan. Hi, Brendan. Hi. Hi, hi. How are you doing? Doing good. Happy to be here. We're pretty excited to talk to you because, like, I hate a lot of things. Yeah. You know, just so many things. So we'd love to hear your personal journey. How did you arrive at hating so many things? So my personal journey, I I was working at Goldman Sachs doing this boring finance job. And that for, was the first thing you hated. Hate it. <laughs> I absolutely hated it, yeah. But I stuck it out for six or seven years and then I just had enough and so I quit and I was going to be a comedy writer, move to LA, do that whole thing. I wrote some sketches and Hater was originally a comedy sketch idea that I had as, you know, the dating app that matched you based on what you hated. The more I thought about the idea, the more I thought, you know, actually this kind of makes a lot of sense and I think people would be into this if it was a real thing. And everyone I talked to kind of was like, yeah, oh my God, like I hate so much. I would love this. <laughs> Then Hater was born. So when did you actually create the app? I started working on it maybe almost two years ago, like a year and a half to two years ago. I don't actually code anything. I just like tell coders what to do. I like but telling like, people what to do. So yeah. I relate to that as well. We I have hate so much it. in common. <laughs> except for we need to find everything we dislike. Exactly. And, you know, I disliked the other dating apps that were out there, like Tinder and Bumble and a bunch of the other ones. They all kind of seem the same. Uh, what I didn't like about them was like, it was so hard to start a conversation with people. Like, I feel like I'm a pretty social guy, but just like talking to a complete stranger and like having no information on them whatsoever. They're like, Oh, like I see you worked at Macy's. That's cool. <laughs> like you, there was just like no bond that you could form with these strangers. And some people are really good at that, but I wasn't. Uh, and so, you know, I wanted to put everything out in the open, especially the things that you hate, because that's the most fun thing you can talk about with uh, even with a stranger. So speaking about working at Macy's, uh, we read this that on Hater, you don't know the person's job or education. 
off the bat. Is that true? That is true. Yep. Okay. So what's the thought behind that? You know, it just, it just doesn't seem that important. I mean, like some people care, I guess, like they want, no, no, no. Maybe they want someone with a good job or went to a good school. But at the end of the day, it, it should be the personality that's, that's the important part. And, you know, we, you can still find out their job and you just have to ask them. But um, we figured that it was, it was better to start a conversation off something a little more unique. I'm going to join Hater and like, my opener for everything is going to be, do you work at Macy's? <laughs> no one will get it except for me, but I like it. I'll have cool, fun. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> so can you walk us through the experience of using the app and what are some topics that we might see that you can choose to hate? Sure. Yeah. So the way that the app works is you open it up and right off the bat, instead of swiping on people like you do in Tinder, uh, you swipe on topics. So to say whether you hate, love, dislike, or like them. So Ah, so you don't even see people at first. You just see things you might fucking hate. Exactly. I love it. Some examples of topics when people say the book was better, putting ice cubes in hot soup, snapping instead of clapping, the word moist, <laughs> thinking about the universe. Uh, Go on. Fingers in my belly button. What? Cheeto fingers. Oh, Cheeto fingers are the worst. They do say things about your personality. What annoys you? What doesn't? I mean, we have serious things too, like, you know, Trump or camping that might more classically matter of, you know, whether that person has the same worldviews as you. But uh, we also have some silly ones as well. Like what? I want to hear more of of the weirder ones. Tall dudes at concerts. Uh, (laughs) When people correct you on their pet's gender, Uh, the sound of my own voice, giving a real answer to how are you? People don't like when you give a real answer? I like when we skip beyond small talk and give real answers. But okay, so I would swipe differently. Okay. Polarizing. Uh The best topics are the ones that are really polarizing. So the most polarizing topics we have are cheap beer, packing at the last minute, Shia LaBeouf, fixing things myself, the zoo. Food shopping when I'm hungry. I can I can keep going. There's three. Those 000, are the most so. polarizing. The zoo. Yeah. I guess if you're like really into animals roaming free. Right. And then some people think it's very wrong. That's true. Wait, and what did you say after the zoo? Grocery shopping when hungry. Some people think it's a when good I'm idea because they want to. They'll know what to purchase. Other people can't like think straight. I've never given this any thought at really, all. Really, I cannot grocery shop when I'm hungry. I have to do it right after I've had like lunch or something. I grocery shop based on my schedule because let's be honest, it's New York City. Trader Joe's is going to be fucking nuts all the time. So you got to go at like 9 p.m. at the end of a late day when the lines are gone. Do you hate those lines, Allie? I hate those lines. <laughs> Trader Joe's very polarizing. People hate Trader Joe's in New York generally, I think, because of the lines. But other people love Trader Joe's. So I think you should really break that out. Do they hate Trader Joe's or do they hate the lines? Because right. I hate lines. I hate all lines. Yeah. But you love Trader Joe. I do. I love him. Yeah. He keeps me fed. We did have to break out a few topics to get more specific. Like we had Justin Bieber and we had Taylor Swift in there and Kanye West. And people were like, well, I really love Taylor Swift's music, but I don't like her as a person. So we had to split them out into like Taylor Swift as a person and Taylor Swift as an artist and Kanye West as a person and Kanye West as an artist. That's so sad, but so true. Once people <laughs> swipe on these things, what happens? Do you get to see photos? Yeah. So every time you swipe, it's like impacting your personality. And then, then you get to go into basically the people swiping mode. And it's finding the people who are most compatible with you based of all those swipes you did. You get full transparency into what everybody else swipes and they get full 
transparency into what you swipe. So they can go in and see everything that you hate, everything that you love, everything that you dislike, everything that you like in order to make an assessment on whether you're a good person in their eyes. That's interesting because you're really building a personality profile. Exactly. But And you can also swipe that you like something. So it's called hater, but you can, you can swipe that you like it. Yeah, there's balance. You don't have to hate on everything, but we put a little more emphasis on the hating. So have you found a mutual hater who you're into through your own app? So I now have a girlfriend. I met her in real life when I first started making hater, actually. That makes sense. Like you finally go make a dating app and that's when you meet someone in real life. Yeah, that's how <laughs> it works. <laughs> I should make a dating app. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, it's really the only reason why I made Hater, to be honest. <laughs> you, you made the app so you could get a girlfriend? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's cool. That's <laughs> why I dress up like an adult baby on stage. I know you do too, so Just we can get boyfriends. So we can get adult babies. We've been trying real hard for a long time. I don't know. We might need to reevaluate our tactics. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever people see the show, I'm like, I don't know why I'm single. I know. <laughs> I just like spread poop across my face and then wore a diaper. Like, why does nobody want me? Yeah. That's another story. That's another story for another time. I'll look into it. Cool. (laughs) What sort of feedback are you getting from people? Are people finding relationships through Hater? Yeah, definitely. We get a lot of good feedback. Like my, one of my best friends actually recently found his boyfriend on Hater and they're going strong after Like he was like looking for like weeks uh, and he, I'm sorry, years, not weeks. Yeah, I was like, like, weeks? What are we? morning here that guy can go fuck himself it's been weeks one of those like chronically single people and then like after a few weeks on hater he found someone who he's now very serious with and this story came in a few weeks ago where she said that she hated the super bowl and it was right around the super bowl and she found someone else on hater who also hated the super bowl but they both loved queso dip so they got together on the Super Bowl and watched a movie and ate queso dip together instead of uh, watching the Super Bowl. That is a great story. That's really good. And that was their first date. Yeah, exactly. And they're still dating. Because that's, that's also such a unique first date. You're like immediately learning something about somebody's personality. I got to join Hater Dater. <laughs> I, I can't refer to it as the Hater app. I can only refer to it as Hater Dater because I think that's really fun. And I like calling you the creator of Hater Dater. That works. <laughs> so we read that there are Mad Lib style icebreakers when you connect with somebody. Can you tell us about that? So after you match with someone, you can either like say, hey, we both hate Harry Potter or whatever you guys both hate. Or you can kind of send this these icebreakers to them, which is basically... It generates a question, kind of like Cards Against Humanity, like, uh, what did Obama ban as his last act as president? And then you can pick from all the cards that you've swiped on as, like, the best answer. So, like, you play against the other person. So I might pick, like, man buns, and you might pick, like, butt selfies. And then we, like, compete to see who has the better answer. Are butt selfies a thing? I think they are. I think everything's a a thing. Are people texting them to other people? Where do these exist online? I'm definitely sending you a butt selfie later. Okay, cool. All right, well, moving on from butt selfies. (laughs) Okay, so uh, do you think this app is more likely to take off in New York versus happy cities that have sunshine? It's already there, and it's doing pretty good. It's not doing as good as New York. New York is our number one city. Oslo is number two. And I think that Oslo is, like, a happy place beautiful and sunny i'm not really sure i've never been but it sounds like it would be but i think it definitely does do better in more sarcastic lonely mean-spirited places we gotta look into oslo because if they're also up there with the hate they might be just as bitter as new yorkers what is it about mutual dislike that brings people together there's actually scientific studies that show that people who dislike the same things, form closer bonds than people who like the same things. Where's that research from? It, you can find it online and everything online is true. On the, okay. <laughs> Some study, which I'll send you. Okay. Uh, there's a few of them actually, but it's it's very scientific and it, 
you know, passes the science test, maybe. Uh, the science but, yeah, test? I mean, it, What's the science test? <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense, right? Like, yeah. what do you do with your friends? You, like, complain about the same stuff and the same people. And even married couples do that. And, like, everyone loves the same stuff. And even if you don't, you can, like, learn to love it. Like, everyone loves the beach. Everybody loves working out or saying that they work out and nice food and whatever. But if you like really hate something like the Super Bowl, for example, and you find someone else who also hates the Super Bowl, like that's like a unique bond. Everyone loves the Super Bowl, but you form an intimate connection with that person very quickly. I hate the Super Bowl. Me too. I watched the movie Hope Floats, but I fear I just gave up too much (laughs) instead of the Super Bowl. (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But like if I found somebody who mutually hated the Super Bowl and then we could have watched Hope Floats together, I think I would have married them by now. <laughs> I'm going to keep this in mind. But I kind of think most people are vanilla and generic and they love uh, yoga and working out and posing with tigers and traveling. You know what I mean? But I think this gets deeper for the more interesting people. Well, you know, everyone hates like their own unique things. For all, we have like 3,000 topics and every single topic, at least... One person hates it and one person loves it. So there's someone out there who loves mosquitoes and there's someone out there who hates traveling and the beach and whatever. So, you know, it's all about finding that other weird person who hates all the weird stuff that you do. Okay, but so you can still match with people who maybe love something that you hate because you can see their likes and dislikes. Exactly, yeah. Got it. Cool. (laughs) So how do you feel, just this is sort of a broad question, but about dating app culture versus meeting in real life? And again, the irony that you did, that you, while launching a dating app, met your girlfriend in real life. I think that there's no uh, substitute for real life. I think that meeting in real life is still like probably the best place to meet people, but more and more people are like looking for other options to like just make it easier because they don't have the time or they don't like meeting people in life. They don't like bars or whatever. Online dating is a great outlet for some people and it's getting even better. Well, we, I guess we're going to see you later, hater, dater, creator. Uh, we got to get going. Oh, wow. I've been waiting like 30 That's minutes to far. say that. Too soon. I know, too soon. <laughs> too soon. Come on, Brendan. I thought we had a good time. I thought this was working out. I thought we liked and hated the same thing. Allie thinks we're dating. <laughs> <laughs> I'm curious as to what you guys hate, actually. Oh, I hate stupid people. I hate slow walkers. I hate uh, when the subway is too crowded. I hate cold weather. I hate Whoa, being... Whoa, you're ready. <laughs> I'm ready. I wasn't even prepared for this question. And I'm yeah. Ready. Those are generic hates, though. I... Oh, I hate typos. I hate bad grammar. I hate bad spelling. I hate when people ghost. Oh, yeah, that's a big one. I hate it when people are on their phones talking loudly, walking on the street behind you. I also hate when you're having a conversation with someone and they just start actively like writing a, an email, like a novel. I have no idea. They're just like typing away. And I'm like, should mm-hmm. I stop talking? And they're like, no, I'm listening. And you're like, no, you're not. <laughs> I hate that. Sorry, what, what were you saying? <laughs> <laughs> you can't see him, but he pulls He's out texting. a phone. <laughs> I hate it when people don't have a concept of space. Like when they're like weaving on the street, you know what I mean? They're just kind of like meandering a little bit. Or even when you're like in a room with somebody and they just like aren't aware of like how much space they're taking up. That annoys me. I also just hate when people are assholes, which happens every day in New York City. But these are generic hates. Everyone hates Everyone hates everything you just said. So I like the example that Brendan gave, which was a Super Bowl of like millions really of people love the Super people. Bowl. Yeah, you're pretty, you're pretty We're basic. We're so normal. I hate sci-fi. Oh, I love sci-fi. Go throwing that out there. I think you mentioned earlier that there are people that hate Harry Potter and I hate those people. (laughs) There was another couple story about two people who bonded over their hatred of Harry Potter, which I was aghast at, but I guess I appreciate it. Yeah, those those people, they should die. (laughs) Just kidding. I don't wish them death, but like we don't need them. 
<laughs> cool. You know, <laughs> your, your your politics are very extreme. Yeah. I'm sorry. They're the most wonderful books ever. I don't and enjoy, I don't enjoy I Harry just... Potter. Death. <laughs> By Voldemort. Oh, I hate dirty snow, and I hate when the dirty snow piles up, and then there's a dirty snow pile that reaches like literally the first floor. You're so you. unique because everyone loves dirty snow. I am a special and, but snowflake. But you are like, no, I'm not into dirty snow. I'm a rebel. God damn it, Brendan! I'm really boring, and I just found out. <laughs> this is so upsetting. I hate, I hate bad improv. <laughs> Anyone else hate that? <laughs> We should, what do you, what we do you should hate, go. Brendan? What, yeah, what do you, do you hate? hate? I hate acoustic guitar, bro. The guy who pulls out the acoustic guitar at the party. Wait, are other guitars okay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, electric guitar, bro. Totally cool. Right. Know, it's interesting. I like the guitar. I like acoustic guitar, bro. I'm like, now the party started. It's it's the bro. It's the guy who's like showing off at the party who knows like three songs and like, hey, ladies, I got a guitar back here. Is that how you see it? I'm yeah, just yeah like, and then Jen takes off her clothes and that's why they no, keep doing exactly. it. It works. I always do fall for that guy. Is that what's happening? Yes. That's more about you're singing most, along. You're the most basic people I've ever met. Matt. <laughs> I do joke that Jen's a basic bitch. I was when I was younger. <laughs> All right, we're gonna wrap this up. We gotta get fun, going, that sir. Was fun. That was really fun, and yeah, you forced us to look deep into our souls. Well, thank you, Brendan, for joining us, and uh, everybody should download Hater immediately and find love and find love. Yeah, Bye. thank you. Thank you. That's now a real advertisement entitled "Name My Fish" in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, from the content cornucopia known as Craigslist.org. <laughs> I have a fish. Pretty good looking fish if you ask me. Best looking one in Walmart. Got drunk and thought, hey, fish sounds like a good idea. Bad idea. So now I'm stuck with a fish. I have no desire to give it a name. But I feel like this fish is now my friend. Weird situation to be in. Not sexual. I need a name for this fish. She lives a pretty interesting life. Whoever offers me the most money will receive the privilege of naming my fish. I'll post updates of the offers here at the end of every day. Here's what you get in return. Weekly updates of my fish's life every Monday. Fish's dead corpse when it dies. Or a video if it's a Viking funeral. If you don't know what a Viking funeral is, look at this link. It'll go down something like that. Except live music, maybe a keg. Of course you'll be invited. This amazing opportunity ends at the end of the month, September 30th at 5 p.m. So what would you guys name that fish? Bernard. You've never seen it though, and I know you have a thing about like when you see a dog, you know its name. Right, but this is a fish; you don't have to see it. Yeah. <laughs> Jen that? and I do go to Madison Square Park and name dogs together. And, yeah. and what call? What makes it a name? Like it's an how energy. do you identify like, like, yeah. You see the dog, and you're like, that dog's name is Joshua. Yeah. <laughs> you're gonna join Bristler and meet a bearded man. Yes. And I'm gonna join Hater. And, and what are you meet... gonna bond with somebody over? I wonder. Uh, oh, it could be so many things. Yeah. So what we learned from Brendan is that you have to dis. You have to hate something specific. It can't be yeah. like I hate the cold. Like right. everyone hates. Right. The cold. As we determined, I'm a super generic basic bitch, <laughs> and all my hatreds were super lame. We gotta pinpoint specific hatreds that I have yeah. that you have that I have in order to meet our match yep. I think okay can you it. tell me what I hate <laughs> um, it's a pet peeve really is what you're looking it's for pet peeve. you hate fart jokes or potty jokes poop jokes oh do I fart jokes are have just been done 
Yeah, it's the lowest They've form been of humor done. in the world. I love body humor. My though. kids laugh at fart jokes, like fart. Yeah. yeah, it's just and I they're just... low, low human beings. <laughs> they have no good. Yeah. They're terrible yeah. sense of humor. I have a good one. I think that could be divisive. I hate banter, and I Whoa, think I some... love banter exactly. And I knew that's what you were going to say, which is why you I brought hate it, up. it. Why do you hate it? I just find it disingenuous, and I know you need to have small talk in order to get to know somebody. Well, wait, it's the buffer. But banter is different than small talk. I know banter is actually like you. Like I know you love a good witty remark. From but so do you. Uh, I, I can I name this when you were trading actually very witty and hilarious poems with a certain gentleman. Oh, but they were like funny quips. Well, that was that's what I think of as banter. It's like right. funny quips back and forth. Yeah, I just get tired. I mean, again, I don't online date like some people do, and I think, but I think Me. there's a online, <laughs> what? some people. <laughs> I think there's a certain way people communicate over text message because of those apps. Mm-hmm. That's like I need to be exciting and fun all the time. Like I need to like everything needs to be a joke well, or a so clever. so I think it's like disingenuous saying. banter. Yeah. And I agree with you that sometimes the pressure to like keep a funny text conversation going, I'm like, I have shit to do. I'm putting my phone down. Right. You know I mean, it's I mean? better than a boring text conversation. But what about banter sure. in real life? Like, this is what the whole podcast is. Us bantering. <laughs> yeah, you should rethink yeah. your, I know. your role here. I know. Well, People well. in like a verb and like word play with each other. Like, I love it. I love it. Ugh. Oh my uh, God. I like it sometimes, but sometimes I just find it annoying. Gilmore Girls. Yeah, that's you hate, very. You hate that show. Yeah, just or like, I've actually never seen it, so I don't know what we're talking uh, about. Okay, <laughs> Even like, I mean I've heard of it. Uh, what's the show called? Oh God, Thirty Rock. Oh okay, we yeah, we talked like about that this. fast-paced, intelligent humor. <laughs> I can't keep up with the brain. Like I mean, I you're like just give me a that. fart joke. I know. Enough with the, enough with this sophisticated. All of this is surprising lines. from you. Yeah, all of it. Yeah. Really. All right. Cool. Because you and I banter all the time. Do you think I'm so? so I think confused. You, you do, but I think you're getting at forced banter, which is just as bad as forced small talk, which I. That's I think true. we can all agree is the oh, worst ever. Oh, I yeah. think the, oh my God. I try to ask them something specific about their work or their life or whatever. And they're always just like, it's good. And I'm like, all right, blow my brains out. Like, where am I going to go <laughs> yeah. with that? What I loved, which I didn't realize when we were going into the interview, was yeah. that the, they basically built like Cards Against Humanity into the app that That's you can so play cool. with. Yeah, that dates. was cool. What a wonderful icebreaking kind of system inside a dating app. That right. really is unique. I've never heard of that before. Yeah. 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 Flower crowns. <laughs> love i'm just putting it out love there i love it flower ground i'm gonna say once again impartial okay mm-hmm. i hate coachella though <laughs> <laughs> i guess like you know with the right hair it looks cool <laughs> yeah it's true it's true matt you have an opinion on this uh, one yeah, they seem nice matt you would look great in a flower crown <laughs> would. all right jen go again name something else oh boom um clocks <laughs> that have the arms you know, not digital. Oh, an- analog, analog clocks. clocks. <laughs> like an actual school clock? This is the worst yeah. game show ever. I know. I know. I'm sorry, guys. Let's edit this anything. out later. <laughs> so, if you want to stay in touch with us, you can follow us on Twitter at Junebugger. That's me, Jen. J-O-O-N-B-U-G-G-E-R. I'm Allie Gold. A-L-L-I-G-O-L-D. Cool. Or you can email us at 2 G one podcast. That was great. <laughs> or you can call us on the hotline. 347-871-6548. That number again. 347-871-6LIT. Get that hotline bling going. Hotline bling. The- Ellie, why don't you sing us the phone number? 
Call us with your questions and we will play your voicemail on the air and respond. Um, finally, share this with your friends and you can find this podcast, as you already know, anywhere you find your favorite podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play. Send it on social media. Let people know that this is happening. Uh, the more people we can get listening, the better. And plus, you'll have great dinner conversation to have with friends once you share it with them. All right, y'all. I feel full of love and hate. Feels great. Oh, between love and hate is great. <laughs> Cool. All right, let's end there. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye. Two Girls, One Podcast is hosted by Jennifer Jamula and Allison Goldberg and is produced and edited by Matt Silverman in New York City. Production assistance is provided by thepodglomerate.com. This show is a production of The Daily Dot, the number one source for in-depth reporting about life on the internet. Be sure to tell your friends all about this podcast, even if your only friends are chatbots. Your secret is safe with us. Great news! You can listen to new episodes of Two Girls, One Podcast one week early. What is this sorcery? Just download the free TuneIn app and fire up Two Two Girls, Girls, One Podcast to get fresh episodes one week before your loser friends. (laughs) Your friends are so lame for being one week behind. I know, right? Wait, what's the catch? There's no catch. TuneIn lets you listen to awesome podcasts. Like ours. One week before anywhere else. Absolutely free. Whoa, dude. The next episode of the show is probably already there. Yo, this is some freaky time traveling shit. I'm going to listen to next week's show so I can find out what we're going to say. Technology is weird. The Podglomerate. A sonic universe. Did you put it more in the back of your throat a minute ago? Kermit the Frog. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. (laughs) I have a fish.